This is Tuesday, May 26th. 2016, a USA Today op-ed article appeared entitled, Religion May Be a Miracle Drug. The piece begins with these words. If you could conceive of a single elixir to improve the physical and mental health of Americans, millions of Americans, at no personal cost, what value would our society place on it? Now, the author was speaking about what studies have revealed about church participation. Studies show that over a 15-year period, participation in the life of a church reduced mortality, that's people dying, by rates of 20 to 30%. People that are part of a spiritual community have lower rates of depression, are more optimistic, less likely to commit suicide, and they're more self-controlled. The list goes on. You say, well, what about the environment of a church makes the difference? Well, first, there are the people, the supportive community. You are not alone with your struggles or your joys. You face the challenges surrounded by other people facing many of the same challenges. Here's our text for today. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 15 to 18. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone. See that no one pays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now here is that community and the life that it cultivates. It's easy to go in the direction we'd like to go in life or easier when others are going the same direction. But it's more than that. The teachings of the faith help cause us and life to flourish. You say, what teachings? Well, first there's gratitude. Living in a community of gratitude and a life of thankfulness is transformative. Robert Emmons, who's the leading researcher, researcher on the power of gratitude, says that this changes the tone and tenor of our lives and communities. We can focus on negative, on the negative, and always be critical and complaining, but this tends to bring people down and hamstring them and make their lives even more difficult than they already are. But gratitude and joy do the opposite. They set us on a path of growth and mutual support, enabling us to face tough challenges that come into our lives each day. Then, there is giving. A community formed on grace is all about giving. That means showing up with love to support the people around you, this is done in practical ways, such as encouragement and the gift of presence. Here's Jonathan Haidt describing what he discovered. Religious believers give more money than secular folk to secular charities and their neighbors. They give more of their time, too, and their blood. You see, the gospel creates a community of mutual giving and love. And the gospel also transforms our view of work from being a job or career to entering into a calling. 
New meaning is invested in everything you do. Christians come to see their work as part of their worship. They also see the care of each other and the care of their bodies as part of the way they honor God. And again, this change is transformative. The Christian faith also teaches the way of perseverance and self-control. Jesus models this life for us. And then he invites us to live it as well. Here's Hebrews 12, 1-2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Yes, we are looking to Jesus. And notice where he leads us. Endurance. Faithfulness. It is Jesus who is shaping us and providing us the context, the environment for life. And this is why we are meant to look to him, to learn from him, and to follow him. Now, we don't do this to gain anything from God, but we do this because we've already been loved by God. Jesus has invited us into the abundant life with him, the life that really is life. Maybe we don't perceive that self-control and discipline come from our faith because it's all of grace. But look at the fruit of the Spirit, the result of the Spirit working in our lives, and you will find self-control. You see, our faith is not against work and discipline, but it is against earning. Jesus has already done all of the earning for us at the cross, and that's our context. We're loved by God. We're led and filled by the Spirit of God. And now we are equipped for every good work. Now, religion is not a wonder drug, but it is through faith in Christ that we're given a new life, made new creations, and able to serve God with our bodies in everything that we do, and all that we are. It is the joy of our place in God that sustains us and carries us through each day and every challenge. Let's pray. Lord God, you have given us all that we need for life in Jesus Christ. You've given us more than teachings. You've given us your Son. You've provided to us your Spirit. Enable us to keep in step with your Spirit not to frustrate the work you plan to do in us and through us. Thank you for your faithful love, your sustaining presence. Help us this day to see your mercy and grace that we might walk in you. For in your name we pray. Amen.